Hey everyone, before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about our merch store on Threadless. Shop a wide variety of logos with multiple colors and sizes available for each design. Your support is greatly appreciated and helps us continue to make killer content like this episode. Please visit supercoolradio.threadless.com or the link in the description to shop now. Hello everyone! I am Matthew Thomas. This is Super Cool Radio. I am back here at Bardo's Lakeside Lounge in Elkhart, Indiana. My guest this time making his second appearance here on Super Cool Radio. He's the drummer for Smile Empty Soul. Please welcome Ty Del Rose. How's it going, everybody? Glad to be here tonight in Elkhart, Indiana at Bardo's Lakeside Lounge. Um, we've got, this is Callus rocking out here on stage. They sound pretty awesome. It's a cool little chill joint. It is definitely a cool, uh, uh, place it, it's very chill as you said i gotta give a shout out to Superbike, dude i was loving what they were doing i don't know if you yeah, caught anything yeah, it was fantastic they yeah. were rocking out uh first time seeing them like first time just hearing of them today and i was really impressed yeah absolutely so, a lot of energy up there yeah and i like because it it's um it was different they had a little pop punk a little like bluesy even and so yeah a little bit of everything so i'm really impressed now for for you, since we are talking about music, I know we kind of touched on this last time with you listening to Brazilian jazz. Yeah. How important is it for musicians to listen to different styles of music? Oh, it's super important. You know, I grew up, you know, loving like rock music that was on the radio, like Three Days Grace and Trapped and Papa Roach, like all the bands that were hitting it big in like the early, mid-2000s. Um, and that's what I grew up wanting to play because that's, that's what I was into at the time. Um, but then I started to branch out when I took drum lessons. I started learning more jazz fusion stuff like Tower Power, David Garibaldi. Um, I ended up getting some of his books and learning out of those. And, you know, I, I love to listen to all different kinds of music and it all shapes my playing in one way or another. Because, like, I'll hear something that sounds good in, like, a blues tune or a jazz tune or some Brazilian folk pop tune or whatever. And uh, I'll be like, oh, I like that, you know, and then I'll, I'll learn how to play it and incorporate it into whatever I'm doing, even if it's like a rock song, you know. So, so. Are, are you able to like give like those different kind of styles of music even for like to incorporate that into rock music? Yeah, absolutely. Like sometimes I can just even if it's as simple as like a hi-hat pattern just to kind of spice it up instead of like a simple four on the floor groove, you know. Like, it's cool to just take little elements that you hear along the way just in different genres of music and you can... Just do whatever with them. There's no rules. Though that, I think kind of people for may, you know, may not really realize that, but there is no rules in music. You can do really whatever you want, even incorporating different stuff into, even if you're just a rock band, but you can play like some different stuff, incorporate some blues, even some, you know, Brazilian jazz. It's infinite what you can do nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's no boundaries. And like, I feel like, you know, like, Somebody posted something earlier today about how, you know, like there's tour packages out there where the headliner might be rock and like the support acts might be country or they might be like some weird genre that may not match. But it's like, you know, all music is music. And, you know, maybe you'll have the opportunity to branch out and, you know, experience something different. Well, I kind of 
I didn't really grow up too much in the 90s. I was born in 97, so. But uh, I know, like, when, like, ska was huge, you'd see, like, punk bands and a ska band open for them. Yeah. And uh, so, like, there, there's so many different combinations of music where it doesn't just have to be in one certain category or genre. As you said, you can have a country band open for a rock band. I know there's, like, pop musicians touring with, like, uh, you know, rock musicians and stuff. There's a whole lot of stuff, you know, that you can use and play with. Absolutely. Now, I didn't. Don't want to get stuck too much because I know we can talk about music a lot as we're both music <laughs> lovers. Uh, so before we talk about Smile Up Your Soul, because I know you just celebrated your uh, four-year anniversary with them, uh, you got the opportunity to play with my good friend City of the Week. That's right. How was that, and how did that come about? That was a fun tour. You know, I was I was sitting in the studio uh, with Smile down in St. Louis, and we were recording our The Loss of Everything EP, which is coming out October third. Um, and I was just sitting there, you know, in between drum takes, you know, we're listening back to one of the tracks and I'm just kind of scrolling through on Facebook and I saw that they were looking for a fill-in drummer for their summer tour. And I'm like, oh, this happens to line up. You know, I was living in California still at the time. I just moved back to Chicago, but it worked out to where I was able to go to California and start getting my things together. And then, you know, they're out of Phoenix. So I just drove to Phoenix to rehearsed with them for the tour and it, it ended up working out really well you know they're such great people you know we had a lot of great times we, we partied at incarceration playing late at night in the campground had some some interesting times it was uh it was great yeah uh and um have you played that was your first was that your first tour with them mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah uh no, they're really good people. I've uh, I've interviewed Steph before, and all of them are, are so cool. I got to play uh, pool with uh, Rocky, who was drumming for them for a while. Right on. Um, and he he said he didn't play pool. He was suspiciously good. <laughs> and then uh, is it Cody or Brand? I don't. I, I I forgot who told me this. He's like, yeah, he's been playing pool this whole time on tour. Oh yeah, he was hustling. <laughs> now, <you> luckily, <laughs> no, luckily there's no money on the line. I was not. I was like, uh, I'll play for fun. I'm not betting you any money. <laughs> I'm smart enough for that. Hell yeah. <laughs> now, uh, as I said, you uh, you celebrated your four-year anniversary a few days ago yep. with uh, Smile Empty Soul. Now, when you first joined, can you believe it's already been four years? Yeah, it's like it flew by so fast, you know? Like, I feel like it was just yesterday I was driving out to Iowa to play my first show. And I remember, you know, months before then, just practicing my butt off, like, just like, I'm ready for this. I can't wait. Like, I can't believe this is actually happening. And yeah, it's been four years already. You know, we've toured all over the states and, you know, played all kinds of awesome shows. And, you know, we got Blue Ridge Festival coming up again in two days or not two, two, two more shows. I should say four days from now um, out in Virginia. That's going to be a fun time. So yeah. it's been a hell of a ride so far. It, it definitely has. And I can't uh, for, for you. I know um, can't believe it's been, you know, four great years uh, with Smile Empty Soul. Where like what does like the next four years look like? Um, I mean, we're going we to put you on the spot a little bit, but oh, it's all good. I mean, I mean, I can't speak for that far ahead, but I know we've got no plans to stop anytime soon. We're still going to be working on new music. You know, we'll probably get back in the studio next year. I would imagine start working on new stuff. And we've already got up to spring of next year planned out for touring and then going to keep, keep doing what we do, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's just so cool. Now, uh, when did you transition to the two piece? Was that uh, this year or last that year? That was the uh, very beginning of last year, like okay. right when we first started touring again after after COVID kind of came and messed everything up, <laughs> messed up a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, I know you touched on it, like how you guys are a two piece. Um, 
Was it for you uh, any different from transitioning from a three-piece to a two-piece? I mean, a little bit. Like The main thing is like I get to be up close to the audience and interact a lot more, and you know, I can kind of hear a little bit better. I actually recently started using in-ears as well. And, you know, having that, plus I only have one other bandmate to lock in with instead of two. It just, everything feels a little bit tighter. I feel like every tour, like Sean and I just get tighter and tighter as a unit, like musically and, you know, like a chemistry perspective on stage and all that. Um, it's just, it's great. Like, you know, I, you know, I, I like, you know, I love all the bass players we've played with, you know, they're all good people, but, you know. I, I definitely don't miss, you know, having a bass player, if I'm being honest, you know, I like the way we're doing it now. And I, def I, I haven't seen you guys before, so uh, I'm very excited to see you guys. And to me, it's just so cool that you guys produce 100% of the music live. I, to me, I think that's very important when you see, uh, see a band live. I, I, there's great bands who use tracks. I'm not knocking that, but it's just cool to experience the music live. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and like we don't even have a click track up there. It's all just raw in the moment. You know, the energy of the room, you know, kind of dictates what happens you know, every night. And, you know, it's just it's it's fun. You know, it keeps me on my toes as a musician, too, because then it's like I really have to concentrate on being tight every night. And, you know, for Sean, he's got he's got to wear a million hats at once, you know, doing the guitar and bass. It's a lot of pedal work. And then he's got to sing on top of that. So, you know, we're both kept on our toes every night. But <laughs> it definitely is, but I gotta give a shout out to Sean, just a caliber musician he is too. As you said, he plays bass, he plays guitar, he's gotta do all the different pedal stuff and sing on top of that. Yeah. It, it it's amazing. I look forward to seeing that live. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a fun time up there. Uh now we're we're lakeside here at Elkhart, Indiana, a very unique place. Yeah. Uh for you, what what are some of the most unique venues you have performed at? And is this one of them? Um, well, this is definitely one of them. I wasn't expecting to pull back here and have it just feel like, you know, a backyard, you know, just a party, you know, everyone's having a good time. There's RVs parked out everywhere. You know, this is definitely a unique one. Um, we once played a venue in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, where our PA system was a karaoke machine. It had this little, uh, like, stage that was carved out, like, the inside of the building just kind of looked, it was called the barn, so it kind of had, like, a barn feel inside. Um, but yeah, it was a karaoke machine for a PA, so that that was pretty unique. <laughs> definitely unique before. Yeah, there's there's been a lot. You know, I've played so many places; they all kind of just you know mesh together after a while. But you know, we uh, had a lot of cool rooms. Um, we played one in Wyoming on this this tour um, called the Gaslight Social, and in the I've heard of that place. Yeah. And, in, and in the green room, they actually had a whirlpool tub. I've never seen that before. Did you try it out? Yeah, I took full advantage. <laughs> 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 definitely took full advantage of that oh, dude that is cool that is, i might have figured out there like i've heard of people like uh talking about it but if yeah. i'm ever in wyoming like i gotta check that out man yeah it was cool <laughs> now as you said you're, you're playing uh blue ridge coming up very soon um is there any kind of like dreaming the festivals or venues that you want to perform at um well i mean blue ridge in itself is kind of a dream lineup i mean stone temple pilots is one of the headliners and they've been one of my favorite bands since i was like two years old you know so like just you know and it's the second time that we've played with them so just that alone it's just like one of those like wow is this really happening kind of moments um but i don't know i mean like honestly like i'd love to get back to the level where you know we're playing those kind of festivals often you know and big shows like my dream has always been specifically uh there's a uh amphitheater in tinley park illinois called uh, hollywood casino amphitheater i've been there yeah that that's been my dream for many many years 
you know, it's on my bucket list. One day I'll play it. <laughs> I do. I, I hope you guys get there. It's a, it's a cool place. There's actually almost identical one. I think it's owned by the same company in Noblesville, Indiana, just outside yeah. of Indy. Um, those amphitheaters are so, they're just, they're so unique. Absolutely. I, I saw a hailstorm in Alice Cooper in, in, in uh, Noblesville and it sounds awesome, but just the, just that whole aesthetic of it, it looks badass. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've seen some of my favorite concerts at the Tinley Park Amphitheater. I saw, I saw Rush there a couple times. Um, I've seen like Black Sabbath, Motley Crue, um, Def Leppard. You know, there's too many to count. You know, I've been to so many concerts there and festivals, but. Did you see Motley Crue on the final tour there? I did not. I oh, okay. It. I was at that one. Oh, I was nice. at the Tinley Park one. So. How was it, if I may uh, ask? It was um, musically, it sounded great. Okay. Uh, Vince Neil was a little Vince Neil, That's but I've been hearing. Um, that also, that was like 2014 or 15. I don't remember when. Um, it was cool because I'm a huge Alice Cooper fan. So to see Alice Cooper open up for Motley Crue, I was like, I gotta see this. Like, this is. It, oh yeah. You, how many people say like Alice Cooper opened up for somebody? Right. In 2014. That's crazy. Like, yeah. But overall, it was great. Like uh, Mick Mars, uh, fantastic guitarist. Love, love seeing him live. Just the way oh, he yeah. works. I know he's even with his physical. You know, uh, not uh, you know physical kind of issues. He was still an amazing guitar player. Oh, absolutely, he still got it. Oh, oh, definitely. So <laughs> I haven't seen them uh, live when they you know came back, but um, I think they're probably still pretty good. And, you know, maybe hopefully Vince Neil would be at the caliber, but I don't know. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> now uh, before we start talking, because I know uh, about Smile Be Soul and the n- new single A Storm, which I was released recently. We gotta take a quick pause from the conversation and hear a word from our friends at Haunting Abaddon. Cold chills when there's no breeze. Sounds you can't explain. Foreboding feelings of dread. Sheer horror. This is Haunting Abaddon. An original podcast from Epilid Media featuring stories of the paranormal, demonic possessions, poltergeists and hauntings, and all things that will scare the hell out of you. These things do more than go bump in the night. I got a fun game show that okay. I did on a uh, fire escape in Chicago during Moto Blatt. Um, my friend Nikki got four out of five, so uh, the bar has been set. Okay. Now the the rule is very simple. I'm going to give you a news article headline. You have to tell me if it's real or from the Onion. Okay, uh, <laughs> this will be fun. It it should be. This is one of my favorite game shows to play. I've only played this is my second time, but I had so much fun looking for these. And I got a cool story after this, after the game show, about how I found one of okay, these. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so the first one, I you know, I try to keep some of these music related. So, yeah. elderly men escape nursing home to attend Wacken Open Air Festival. Ooh, I think that's a real one. Off to a great start, one for one. That is totally real. Actually, I saw that uh, when it actually happened too. <laughs> uh, but. Come on, that's that's metal as hell. Like, come that on, is like I feel like that's something I would do if I was old and <laughs> dying in a hospital, and there was some festival I want to go to. I'm like, get this stuff off me. <laughs> Especially whacking open energy Germany. Like, come on, like I would love to go there. Oh yeah, 
Okay. All right, so you're off to a great start. All right, this, this is a fun one. We'll see if you get it. So CIA realizes they've been using black highlighters on important documents for years. I think that's an onion. <laughs> it is from the onion. I don't think they're ever going to admit that. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is another good one. All right, so pilot threatened to turn plane around if passengers didn't stop exchanging nudes. He threatened to turn plane around if they didn't stop exchanging. Oh, man. Um, that's got to be the onion, right? No, that is 100% real. Really? It just happened this week. That's, how does the pilot even see what the passengers <laughs> yeah. are doing? Though? And, like, I don't, how is it a problem? Like, I, I don't know how that becomes such a huge problem. Right. And how do you get someone's <laughs> phone number? Like, seriously. That's that, crazy. I, I gotta, like, sending nudes is such a security threat. <laughs> well, how are you, like, aren't, aren't you not supposed to use your phone, like, on a plane? Like, like, like while it's, like, taking yeah. off and landing, you're supposed to be on airplane mode. Yeah. But. So, I don't know. I, I didn't read the full article. I saw that headline. I was like, I got to use this. Wow, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Two for three. All right. Uh, number four. Uh, world death rate holding steady at 100%. Onion. Very good. Back on track. Yeah. Three for four. All right. Last one. Thief cuts victim's grass before stealing lawnmower. Oh my God. I feel like that's something that would actually happen. You're right. You're okay. four for five. Cool. Very good. Bars holding steady. Four for five. All right. So, uh, funny story real quick. Um, so I was... I, I wanted to bring this game show back, but I was like, who would be a good guest? And I was like, Ty would be a great guest for this. <laughs> and I, I was looking on fun websites trying to get the articles, and um, I was like, eh, none of these are really hitting me. And then I scroll on Facebook for 15 seconds, and I find the Exchanging Nudes one. <laughs> it was from my local news station, because I, like, I follow them, and I was like, this, this is a sign I need to bring this game show back. Wow. A great one because honestly, like some, with some of these news articles you see these days, you can never tell. Exactly, <laughs> I, I did like the thief cutting grass. Like he was yeah. very courteous before he ripped you off. You know, they stole yeah. your lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't need to cut my grass now. I just need to buy a new lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, real real quick as I'm wrapping up this interview. So, a storm uh, released uh, very recently. Some of the new music, as you said, you have more new music on the way. Um, what can people expect from this uh, like set of music from Smile Empty Soul? Um, I mean, it's it's really raw and to the point. Um, you know, we uh, we tracked a couple of different songs. You know, they've all got a different vibe to them. Um, the storm is coming is definitely one that's a little more more mellow. It's got a piano track on it. Um, that one was fun because it was originally going to have a program drum beat, but then we decided to get like some cymbal samples. Um, just to have them, just in case. And so I go to hit my cymbals, and then the engineer's like, hey, go in there and, and just maybe play a beat, and let's just see what happens. And so I, I laid down a beat, and we ended up just deciding to roll with real drums on it. So, you know, I got to... I, I think that's always cool. Like, um, you know, obviously the, the programming stuff is obviously, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit easier to get a better, you know, sound sometimes, depending on who you're working with. Is, is it cooler for you to, like, actually record everything that's, like, in a song? Yeah, like your I parts love, at least. I, I always love laying down a live drum track. You know, like program drums can be cool. Like sometimes you're going for more of like a maybe like a electronic kind of vibe or like a lo-fi kind of more 
like chill like mellow vibe like it'd be cool to throw like some kind of more mellow kicks in there and get creative you know oh yeah as we talked about at the beginning of this interview as well you know yeah obviously um you could be creative with it and you know just just see how it goes music supposed to be fun people absolutely (laughs) (laughs) uh and uh as for you do you mentally prepare differently for like a live show like tonight compared to recording in the studio um i mean it's ultimately kind of the same like i have a routine that i do where like i'll do a bunch of stretches beforehand like probably about 15 minutes or so before i get busy just to loosen up and make sure i'm feeling flexible and all that um i try to stay hydrated that's always important very important i'm I'm not very great at it all the time but i try um no but like i don't know i just a couple weeks before a tour or before a session I'll, i'll just put everything on a spotify playlist like if i'm practicing for tour or if it's like the new stuff for the studio i'll have like the files and all that and uh yeah i'll just run them for about a couple weeks or so on my home kit and i'll play them with the playlist and then i'll take the playlist away and just play everything from memory like without a click track without any kind of backing or anything just to make sure that i remember it and that i can keep a solid groove without anything holding me in there so that that's pretty bit badass re- regimen to do like um to learn it and then play it without it like obviously that's what you do you know kind of with the live stuff too is because yeah. you're not on a click right um does it does that feel for you like is that a better feel for you doing oh, that absolutely yeah because then I, I can learn to trust my internal clock and then when i'm up there you know, i can listen to sean and like where he's singing like and where his natural instinct is for the groove and then we kind of just lock in with each other and once we're at that point where we feel locked in, it's just, you know, it's a piece of cake from there. Definitely, definitely. And I, I don't want to take too much of your time because uh, obviously I know you got to prepare. I look forward to seeing you guys live. Last thing before uh, we go. Now, uh, I don't believe I asked you this in our last interview. I don't believe so. Please correct me if we did. Okay. Uh, since you are celebrating your four-year anniversary uh, with Smile Up Your Soul, what has been your favorite moment so far? My favorite moment so far. Oh, okay, man. I did not ask you because okay, I think you would have recognized it. So go ahead. Okay. Um. Well, I've had a lot of great moments on this tour. Um. I think for me, like just one is uh, like I said, we're playing Blue Ridge in a few days. Um, Blue Ridge three years ago in 2019 when we played, you know, just getting off that stage, you know, feeling like I played a great show and just kind of having fun and enjoying the festival. And then I was I was backstage and and the guys from Stone Temple Pilots were just hanging out. And, you know, getting to approach these guys who were, like, some of my favorite musicians since I was two and just be like, hey, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you guys for what you do. Like, you guys have been a big influence. And, you know, them just seeming super appreciative and just being like, oh, thank you, man. Like, and just, you know, getting to shake their hands and all that. That was was a pretty cool experience. Like, I never thought in a million years I'd ever get to do anything like that. (laughs) That definitely sounds like, and I know, obviously, you're pumped that you're going to be performing, you know, with them at Blue Ridge again. So it's just so cool. The people you grew up listening to, like, you actually get to meet in person and, you know, know, for how big an influence they were to actually talk to them and tell them. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty badass. And then, you know, getting to meet fans every night, new people, and, you know, people coming up and telling us how much they appreciate our music and you know, we appreciate them for coming out. So it's, it's a two way street and you know, it's, it's just a cool feeling, you know, it definitely is. And definitely a two way street. You know, obviously you're thankful for people showing up and there's people who, uh, your music is really connected with them and they're thankful for that too. It, it's definitely, it's just so cool. Just the connection with music. Absolutely. It's one of the greatest things. And I think that's a great way to sum it up. Uh, so Tidal Rose, uh, thank you. <laughs> that's all I got is <laughs> thank you. Uh, cause 
Thanks, was, thanks for having me again, man. Of it's course, a good time. Of course. It was so cool to actually uh, get to meet you in person. I, again, I look forward to seeing you guys live. It's going to be it's going to be a fun party tonight. Absolutely. It sure is. <laughs> so, for Tidal Rose of Smile Empty Soul, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>